This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Warren Ziders is a rising star in country music, and he knows a thing or two about sports. He was a lacrosse player in high school and also played Division II lacrosse in college until injuries took him out of the game. Then he focused on music. As an artist, he's got over 1 billion streams, and his new song, Pretty Little Poison, has 35 million streams and continuing to grow. The album of the same title, Pretty Little Poison, comes out August 25th, and you've probably already heard songs like Ride the Lightning with over 220 million streams on local country stations like 101.5. If you enjoy Warren's music, check him out. He's on tour in Braves Country, Charlotte, Nashville, Orlando, Raleigh, Greenville, Myrtle Beach, and so many more. We'll even play his new song at the end of the podcast. Warren Ziders, welcome to Braves Country. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Talk to Warren Ziders. So glad that you're here, man. Thank you so much for coming by. A big show a little later. How does that all come about? Because CMT is obviously a huge brand. The Braves are a huge brand. Yep. How does that work out that CMT says, hey, man, we want you to come play at the Brave Stadium? You do something good enough enough times to turn some heads and get people to get behind you. But um, CMT has been great to me. Um, I did a cool thing with them, their campfire sessions. So they've kind of been following me along uh, ever since last summer when I started touring that entire time. They just followed along in the process and watch everything grow. So I guess they wanted me to... Yeah, man, come on out. be one of the entertain. Absolutely, yeah, no. And and it's so awesome to see guys like you that have so much success. Does it feel like you're having this level of success? Because 880 million streams, that's a pretty remarkable number. Well, I'll do you one better. I just got word last week that I passed a billion streams. What? A yeah. billion, there you go. Yeah. With the B, I feel like Dr. One billion, you know? <laughs> it was so good. But that's the thing, you know, having this type of success, is it 10 years as an overnight success? Does it feel like that, or does it feel like it's happened much quicker because I, of the internet and, and the accessibility? I think accessibility. I think internet. I think it's stuff like this, podcast. I think we have so many things at our fingertips nowadays, and I'm a huge promoter for youthful people that college wasn't my thing. I did it because I went to go play lacrosse for two years, and, you know, it was kind of the thing that was pushed into society that you had to go to college. I'm not knocking college. There's degrees that I think you should go get for depending on what occupation you want to do. But for me, you have so many alternate routes nowadays, whether it's you get into blue collared work or you want to have a business online, you want to do all these different things. It's all about setting a plan and actually putting that plan into action. So, yeah, I would say lightning in a bottle, you know, kudos to my song, Ride of Lightning. (laughs) Which we just listened to a little bit earlier, which is incredible. But um, Played it on 101.5 too. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I think it has been a very you know, rapid success. Um, but I'm a big firm believer in nothing is, 
you don't deserve anything in this life. I don't think nothing is deserved. I think it's what you go out there and you earn. Yeah, merit. Yeah. 100%. No, I agree with you, man. Meritocracy is the way. I mean, that's what happens on a baseball field, 100%. football field. I don't know that there's a, a more, um, a, a, be, a better example of meritocracy than sports yep. and entertainment, music specifically, and we'll, we'll, because you played sports in college yep. and, and then now in music. You have to go produce. And when you do, you're rewarded for it. I mean, that's yeah. the American dream. Yes, sir. I love that, man. So tell me about playing college ball because you said you played lacrosse, D2 lacrosse, which is, I mean, you got to be a ball player to play. So a dear friend of my my son, Jacob, his buddy, shout out to Charlie Howard, going to play lacrosse at Colorado Mesa University. So okay. we, we I, I got to tell you, I didn't grow up on lacrosse. I don't know no. much about it. And I understand it actually started here, but so in Georgia with the uh, the Cherokee Indians. Yep. And which is super cool. So how did you get started playing? And tell me how you got to college and where you went. Okay, so for me, story began, I actually was really big into hockey growing up, but I moved to Hershey in fourth grade with my family. I uh, started to go to the Hershey School District and had made friends uh, first couple weeks of school. Turns out their dad was a lacrosse coach for elementary and middle school, so they wanted me to come out for tryouts just to give it a shot and just see, you know, is this something that would be of interest to me? Best decision I ever made. Went and picked up a lacrosse stick and I was hooked since day one and became so obsessed with the sport and everything about it and I actually don't know how much I have in my blood but I actually am part Native American from awesome. my grandmother's side which That's is cool. really cool to find out yeah um but yeah so played for 12 years ended up going to college to play had seven concussions dude seven That's enough to put a stop to a career Yep so my college career was ended pretty abruptly and I think that it was kind of a come to Jesus moment for me mm -hmm. of kind of like, okay, I'm not going to play professional ball. It's not like I'm playing college baseball and I'm going to go play MLB or I'm going to go in the NHL. There is professional lacrosse league, but yeah, they have one here in Atlanta, yep. the Georgia Swarm. Yep. There's a professional lacrosse league. Um, compensation's not as good no. as some baseball contracts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but that being said, I just knew that that wasn't my journey anymore. And I think it was the good Lord putting his hand on me and my heart and kind of being like, you know, this isn't for you anymore. But I think so much adversity in that sport for me was, you know, the saying, you know, you get knocked down nine times, you're going to get up 10. So I was just so persistent with wanting to play the sport. How do I come back better? How do I come back healthy? But I think that just final straw for me was that last one. I was just like this, this can't be my thing anymore. I have to think about my future, my health and longevity wise. So, but I owe everything to sports, man. I love that. That's a great story, but but I'll tell you, and we talk about, it's amazing. What got this podcast started was we always talk to ball players and they want to be rock stars, and yep. rock stars always want to be ball, ball players. So that's kind of the way it started, and it seems like that was part of your path too. Um, where, where did you, you know, I guess I should say, when you were playing lacrosse, were you thinking about music then too? Or was that something that came later just because of not being able to play anymore? I think music was always on my heart. You know, I was always infatuated, um, you know, with the ladies from a young age. So, you yeah, know, right. where the, the dudes who are good looking and could sing like a guitar, what'd they do? They got the ladies. So hmm. every movie depicted that all the time. <laughs> I, think I, I think I see what's happening <laughs> This could here. be something I'm interested in. Um, <laughs> right. But my mom was huge into the countryside. My dad was God big into her. the rock and roll thing. Okay. Um, I can see that in your music. I can so see I both influences. I had those best of both worlds and... Um, but for me, at the core of it all, uh, I best connected with my faith uh, through music. So I'm a Christian, and I'm a 
you know, I talk about that and I think that my faith I is one that, of the man. biggest things it. for foundationally who I am and my existence and I think the good Lord rewards you and just for believing in him and what his plan is for you. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to point it out. I heard you reference Jesus and I heard you reference the good Lord putting it on your heart. Yeah. On this podcast, like that has been an underlying um, message that we've tried to get out specifically on the Braves Country podcast because yeah. the guy that I co-hosted with, typically uh, he is out on the road with a band right now. He manages uh, Driving and Crying, uh, which is a legendary Southern rock, mm-hmm. alt rock band from Atlanta. And a band called Cracker that was huge in the 90s. Yeah. And, and he manages both of those guys, so he's out of town. But our undertone of this show is always our faith because he and I are, are very faithful as well. Both yeah. are Christian, both are devout. We we, yeah. we don't run from the fact that we love Jesus and yeah. we talk about it. Yeah. So that that's awesome that, that you're so comfortable with it because I think a lot of times, and I think it's changing a little bit too, I think a lot of times people have been reluctant to talk about that for whatever reason, and I don't understand it because I talk about it every day. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's pop culture or whatever whatever it is, but I think that I am here because of him. Mm-hmm. Me too, and man. That's, and that's exactly why I'm in this position. Me too. And I think that we're all given a gift in this life, and I think that it's just up to us to figure out what it is and just trusting in his plan. And, you know, I the entire time I thought, I mean, I, the amount of times I would cry and pray being like, I thought this is what I was meant to do. I thought I was supposed talking to be talking about lacrosse. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to be a lacrosse player. Like this was the plan, dude. I played for, played for 12 years, Lord, and everything I worked for all the times missing out on friends vacations and I'm going for the summer and I'm traveling, I'm doing this, putting my blood, sweat and tears in this constantly. And then having that, how fast of a turn of the page it was with hanging it up, transferring schools, moving back home, commuting to school. And then before you know it, the pandemic hits. And then I was, I had this time to start kind of playing music again because I had to figure out what am I going to do with my time now? I was going through kind of like almost an identity crisis. You do something for so long, it becomes a part, especially as males, it becomes a part of something that you do. And it's just like, oh, Warren, the lacrosse player, he's the college athlete, he's the student athlete. And then during the pandemic, I just picked up a guitar and, and, you know, I'd always loved music, uh, but I just never put the time and energy into it. No one in my family is musically gifted. No one in my family's, you know, just the singing, the music playing, the instruments, none of that. So it was such a blindsided thing for me and my family because, yeah, I was the dude who sang and played guitar around the bonfire, but no one was ever like, you should do this. You're right. Like you this, just really pursue that. This is your stick. You You're should right. do this. <laughs> Put down that stick. Pick yeah. up this stick. Yeah, for, for real. <laughs> for real. But, yeah. That's awesome. Grow up, uh, growing up, going to church, I assume a lot of influence from gospel. Yep. Choirs, yep. Uh, you know, and, and being in the in the, in the the pews at church, listening to music, I'm sure I had, to, I had to have a huge influence. Huge Do you say that me. show up in your writing and, and in your music now? Tremendously. I think whatever messages I'm trying to uh, portray in certain songs or whatever, Christian music and, and what, um, uh, what the messages are displayed in church and what's in the Bible and just certain imagery and certain things, I try to uh, infuse into my music and songwriting as well. Um, but music aside and the whole music industry thing too, what's really great for me along this journey, I've been doing this now for a year of touring and two years of putting music out is the people I've surrounded myself with. So like my tour manager is one of my best buddies and got him back into church, uh, wow. since he became friends with me and my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then 
we try to do devotions in the morning and just try to like keep my boys on a, a good path and you know I try to inspire the people around me whether it's the faith or it's the good eating habits it's the working out it's the building the calluses of the mind of if we're going to do this for long term and longevity we can't be the dudes that are getting trashed and not taking care of ourselves absolutely i want a 15 20 year career i don't want no flash pan career that's over and oh quick easy come easy go right so, no and that's impressive because being on the road i mean it's not a secret to anyone that being on the road can be challenging and especially mm-hmm. with the, the the temptations that are out there you yeah. know i mean there, there's just a lot that you can run into whether drinking and 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 uh, people yep. whatever there's a lot out there so to be able to dial it in and stay focused like that that's a that's a a trait that takes work it yeah. takes just as much work to be loyal to that and, and to your craft as it does the craft itself yeah 100 percent. and i think the characteristics that i carry are heavily infused from my family the way they raised me from my faith and from athletics man there's just such a close comparison for what athletics instill in you from such a young age and sticking with that yeah team camaraderie showing up on time putting in the extra work going to film room going to two a days going to practice traveling for games you're up before the sun's up and you're on the field doing sprints and then you're like oh great i gotta go to class in the morning and then i gotta go show up for my second workout and then i gotta go to film room we gotta go play some two scrimmages practice and then go back to film room again yeah it's like but it's just (laughs) my day's full yeah study hall the whole nine but it's like i wouldn't trade that for the world i love being busy I think structure is super important. Me too, man. I, I think you're 100% right, and that's the thing that most people don't do well Yeah, is, is structure. I'm guilty. <laughs> I mean, I'm so—and it's funny. My wife is—we've been married 22 years. She's my best friend. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's, yes. I, I think if there is a, a uh, you know, a, a something you attain or, mm-hmm. or, or shoot for yeah. and you want to attain a long marriage is yeah. probably that. Yeah. And and she's my balance. She's my rock. She's everything. She, but she's also the end of my yang. Jesus knew what he was doing. Yep. Like he was like, this kid's flying by the seat of his pants. Yep. I need to make Someone sure. To <laughs> exactly. And so she's an accountant. She's That's dots hilarious. the I's, cross yeah. the T's. Like I might not ride an I or a T if it's yeah. needed. Yeah. You know. So that so it, it's amazing to see how the good Lord knows where you're uh, where you are and where you need to be yeah. and, and points you in that right direction. So uh, talking about music, have you ever thought about or does it ever come up when you're riding in Nashville? with like contemporary Christian artists because that's a big crossover market for country. It is. And actually I shout out to uh, Thomas Rhett and uh, I think if I'm saying it correctly, Brandon Lake. They just did a thing at the Ryman together. I saw it. And I'm a huge fan of Brandon Lake and um, Elevation Worship. And I know he's done stuff with them and and whatnot. Um, I forget what song it was. I think it was Talking to Jesus. And I love that song so much. And a huge guy that I'm a huge fan of as well uh, is Zach Williams. Mm-hmm. Love oh, his I, love his voice. Chainbreaker. And I think him and I would have a good time putting a song out together just with how our voices, I think, would match. Chainbreaker's great. Have you, have you met I'm him a no few times? I'm no longer slave song. Great song. Too. It is so good. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, a guy that, that was in our, in our church worship music mm-hmm. uh, leader. And uh, he left to go up to Nashville and has written a bunch for um, for Gabby Barrett, number one yep. hit after number one hit. And he's written with uh, Tyler Hubbard. He's got a new a song on Tyler's record. So I just I just see that crossover. Mac Powell's another guy, Third yeah. Day, that uh, that I've been buzzed with a long time. He's another guy you should you should potentially sing with, man. Yeah. Y'all, 
He, I always think he sounds a little bit like Travis Tritt. He's got that Southern and, yeah. and, and a little bit of Travis Tritt in there. Another guy that would be good to uh, to partner with. But what is the writing process for you, and what what do you do? You know, is it just hey, schedule some time and go do it, or is it is it something that's more off the cuff? Biggest thing for me is uh, every song is different, and no one song is the same. And I think that you know, there's been stuff that I've put out that maybe I've started on my own in my house alone. I got a verse or I got a melody or I got a title or other times it's um, now more than ever, just again, going back to structure and with how my time is so limited with everything that I have going on right now. Again, I'd rather be busy than not be busy. Yeah, <laughs> it's course. a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, but for me, I just uh, was writing with some of my boys uh, just the other day before I left town. Um, and I've, done a really good job and so is my team of putting me in rooms with people through this entire last year and a half of writing and kind of I wouldn't say sifting through the weeds and stuff like that that's a bad way of putting it but in a sense finding your people yeah I think going you almost do speed dating in a sense you kind of you write with you write <laughs> never with, heard that never you write heard. writing is like speed dating <laughs> but you write with so many different people and you try to figure out you know who I click with sure. who understands my branding what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say um, and then you figure out who your people are and you go back to that watering hole because you know that there's not going to be a clash. There's not going to be a rub. They know what you're trying to do. They believe in what you're doing. And uh, I've just been very fortunate, especially with this record coming out. The dudes that I got on this record for writing, solid dudes. And I'll always make sure they get the credit because they welcomed me with open arms into Nashville, believed in me since day one, and helped me write some amazing music. Pretty Little Poison, the album, yep. is out on the 25th August of 25th. July. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, yes, yep, July. Yep. July 25th. Oh, August 25th. Goodness. You're good, you're good. That's my dog. fumbling around. <laughs> but the single is out on the uh, the 10th. Of, yep, July 10th. Uh, July 10th. Add date, yep. It all mixed up. But uh, so what's been the reaction so far? Because I told you I was playing it for my son when we were coming down, and he was like, I know that song. I love that song. So it's just cool to see him, you know, light up oh yeah when he are and i gotta tell you man he's ahead of me way ahead of me i always was the <laughs> guy that brought the music to him right yep. these days it's not that way what's been the reaction well number one is probably because of social media indeed and there's a lot of people using that song and videos and stuff and um i think i was talking to somebody about this i posted videos on social media before the song even dropped i think between uh, TikTok and Instagram, that song had 50 million views on videos before the song even came out. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> just between all the videos I'd posted for uh, pushing the song and promoting it. But just seeing the reactions, man, I mean, I've been playing, you know, I just had two club shows I played, but I'm playing a lot of festivals now. Mm -hmm. But ever since that song came out, I'm playing in these uh, clubs uh, at the end of springtime there. 2,000-seater, 3,000-seater, and these people are hanging on to every single word and screaming it back to you. I'm telling you, man, I've seen it in motion yeah. because of that same thing. It's crazy. And and people knowing that the third song on the record, whether it's been released, whether yeah. it doesn't matter anymore, they it's discover crazy. music so differently, mm -hmm. which is amazing. It's so cool. And it's not just one song on a record anymore that people will... Because remember, being growing up, like you would go buy the for me it was the cassette and then mm -hmm. then the CD, but it would be because of the one song and then you listen to the other stuff maybe yeah and I was a little more into music so I always listened to everything and I would love to read the liner notes you know yeah. I was nerd out like that, but um but now it's 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 from beginning to end whatever you put out better be your best stuff because it's going to get heard oh yeah oh yeah 
it's and impressive. It really is. Man, uh, wrap it up here. We'll keep you much longer, but uh, you're, you're wearing a Braves jersey. But uh, does it burn the, the Braves jersey? Does it burn at all being a, a Dodgers fan? <laughs> no. I mean, whoever wants to show me love, yeah, whatever right. whatever day it is, whatever day of the week it is, right. I'm a lover. So you want to show me some love, I'll love you right back. That's right. Yeah, they threw you a 35, Phil Necro's number. 35 is my lucky number. Is it? Why is that? It's my first uh, ever number I had on the cross in fourth grade. Okay. So. Ever since I started in fourth grade, anytime I ever played lacrosse, whether it was school season, summer league, tryouts, showcases, I always had a three or a five in my number. Nice. I like it. And uh, But you were a Dodgers because you grew up in Pennsylvania, but you were a Dodgers fan because of family. Yep, family. Yep. And I'm signed to Warner LA and haven't been to a Dodgers game yet. What? <laughs> they got to get that right. Well, you see how inviting the Braves are. Maybe, maybe the Braves yeah. will be your second favorite. I don't know. Team. I got family down here too. So really, okay. I'm sure my aunt, I'm sure my aunt and uncle would love that. Where do they live? Uh, they're about an hour south from here. Okay. Um, I've only been to their new place once. And that was last summer already. But they're actually going to be here today because they're big Atlanta Braves fans. Yeah, so. God bless. And they want to come support the nephew. So there you go. Absolutely. College football at all. Me, Penn State fan, because um, my great-grandfather actually had season tickets. Wow. Yep. So okay. I grew up going to games with him and my mom and dad, and my mom graduated from Penn State. Goodness. I was, this built in. Oh, yeah. Intertwined. I like it. All right, final question. When you're out on the road, we always ask this on the Braves Country Podcast, is when you're out on the road, where's the best mom and pops? It doesn't matter if it's in Nashville, but across the Southeast, so yeah. people that are listening throughout the Southeast, which is where most of our listenership comes from, like if you're on the road, either in Nashville or you're coming through Atlanta, like where's where's the stop? Where do you got to mom and pop or or even, a you know, if it's Waffle House, it's Waffle House because that's most people's answer. That's a great question because just with how touring's been for me, and then once you're on a tour bus too, you're normally sleeping through the night, and then all you know is whatever they the deliver venue yeah. and what's being brought to you <laughs> right. i don't know off the top of my head i don't know if i have an when answer when you're home i know the very okay. few times so so somewhere in nashville like where's the spot that you go that <sighs> that you like to creep into dude even when i'm in nashville dude yeah. people are like have you been here i'm like i'm never home <laughs> like right. when i'm home i'm cooking myself chicken or steak or salmon because i'm like i want to cook my own food <laughs> like, right. no, i want to have my own meal but man i'm trying to think of a good spot my best pizza Best pizza? Yeah. We were literally just talking about pizza earlier, too, how I don't eat pizza anymore. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Is because it's unhealthy? Well, just because, you know, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get into men's health. I'm I got to get it. Okay. I'm trying right. to keep Fair the figure. Fair enough. Um, Eating vegetables a bunch? Vegetables. I have to make sure I got lean protein, um, high protein diet. So That's important, man. It sure is. Dang. I'm trying to think. No, um, man. I'm mom and pop man. shop. My house. I make a good. Yeah, there make you a, go. I make, actually, the chicken that I make. Okay. I, everybody's tried my chicken. They're like. What makes it so special? Chicken thighs. Yep. I like the dark meat. Me too. Yep. Even though chicken breasts, if you want to consider them, they're probably better for you. But I, I get it. I don't care. I'll, neither do I. I don't even care. Neither do I. I just see like 19, 20 grams of protein. Like yeah, right. <laughs> um, but what I do is, is um, I let them marinate in honey in the fridge and then soaks up all the honey and then I just use uh, I think it's how do you pronounce it Lowry's that's how I say it yeah I mean yeah. the Lowry's season Lowry's yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Lowry's and then uh, just throw them on the grill and then after I'm done cooking I just drizzle a little bit more honey on but it's sometimes I'll use the local honey so oh yeah so it's, also their allergies mm -hmm. they say yeah, I actually have really piss poor allergies, so <laughs> not great for a singer. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you struggle with that for sure. Now, are you a hunting and fishing guy too? But so the reason I ask is because you can you can eat that stuff, obviously. Yep. Um, when I get the opportunity to, uh, grew up going hunting with my grandfather and fishing. Um, 
I didn't get a chance to go last season for anything, just with how I was working on my record during the winter, so I didn't get a chance to go back to PA to visit for that uh, time frame. But um, when I get the opportunity to, I would love to. There you go, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, man. Continued success. Thank you. Uh, the good Lord's going to bless your path, man. I know he will. Amen uh, to that, and, man. And Because he, he's the one that puts us on the path that we're on. And, and there's always a reason, like you said, with the lacrosse thing falling apart, and, and you couldn't figure out why it's because he had a better answer and you just couldn't see it. I like this option better. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it seems like a pretty good one, right? Absolutely. Warren Ziders, make sure you go check out his stuff. Uh, the new song is called Pretty Little Poison. And go back and listen to some of the older stuff, too. Ride the Lightning amazing. It's good stuff, and I think you're going to enjoy everything you hear out of this guy. He's a good dude. That's the best thing. When you find good people, man, make sure you support them, and this is a good dude. Thank you so much for checking out the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. She knows I'm lonely Rolls up when the wine is gone Like a record on rain day Leaning on old memories And talking about what we used to be Should probably be the death of me But damn if it ain't sweet She's my pretty
This episode of Braves Country was sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership, eligibility, and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 